How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Do you put on an accent when you call it? No, I don't oh. call. Order Can over. you imagine Mahoney? Hello. Dave and Mahoney. See, I thought you were saying that you put on an accent so that they don't detect your whiteness. No, I order over the app. All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news. Man, what is going on with the bees? We talked about that story of the mom from Buckeye who got stung 75 times uh-huh. trying to save Sa- her kids. Did save. Actually saving her kids. Not trying. Saving her kids. You're exactly right. There was the truck in Florida that dumped over. It spilled a million bees onto the highway. It was like a tractor trailer. They're coming for us because we have ruined the earth. Is that what it is? Well, they're dying. Bees! Bees in the stars! Bees everywhere! God, they're huge! And this is another story of bees, and this is a crazy one. So look at this. Can you see the circled plane wing there? Sure, yeah. Can you tell that it's covered in bees? No, uh, Dave. It's a black and white photo. Okay, yeah, that kind of does look like a shadow. I mean, you, you really could have blown that photo up. Okay, you the, guys. The, just, you've done this to us multiple hey man, times. Just, just you're pretend. Print, We're you're on the radio. No one, can, no Dave, one can see not, us. You're not printing at home, man. Like, you're printing with company resources. Use the color printing printer. color. Like, man, make you, that like a three-page print. You think they give us a color printer? I mean, I have they access don't. to the color printer. Here. Oh, do you? Well, then maybe you should be printing out the phone. You could just like airdrop it to us or something. Uh, we have phones. I hate you. So lots of monitors. So there's a lot well. of bees on a wing. What do we know? What kind of flight it is? So it's a flight from Houston to Atlanta. It's delayed three hours. How annoying is that? Because there was thousands of bees swarming on the wing. Why of don't this we just take off and see what happens? Like, <laughs> you if, you can, if you can hang out, if you if you bees are hanging out while we're you know flying twenty thousand feet in the air, cool. I mean, if we're talking about being the captain of that flight and you're like, we're going to be delayed three hours, you're like, I mean, I love the earth and all, but like, I'm going to turn on this jet engine and just see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> why Why would you have to stop for some bees on a wing? I mean, prob- I mean, because there was thousands of bees. How did they get there? I don't know what they were doing and why they chose this one particular flight, but the plane's captain announced a beekeeper would have to show up to remove the insects because... They were not allowed to touch the plane, and pest control was not allowed to spray the bees, so the airport was not able to use a hose to spray the wing with water, and the bees were finally dispersed when the plane's engine was turned on so it could make its way to to another gate because there's a flight coming in. We've been way too easy on bees. We're all, we've got bee guilt because uh, all the bees are dying and stuff like that, but these bees, they, they can go anywhere. You know what we should be doing? Turning on the jet. Hey, this is you. You, you, you mess around, you find out bees. Yes. Or spraying them down with water. But no, we have to de-escalate with a beekeeper. Nah, man, this is this is too woke for me, Dave. It's, this- been, it's been a little too easy-beasy for you. Yes. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, you got to be smarter than this, man. What are you doing? You're making the critical mistake of sitting around with your wife on the weekends and watching home renovation shows. And because here's the thing. When you 
are thinking about where you want to live forever. Or at least for like the next, like, because we're not the type of people who move. We were in my last house for 13 years. My because wife, moving sucks. Yeah. My awful. wife has lived in two houses her entire life. She went from living with her father in the same house she grew up in. Yep. From when she was born. To making the huge mistake of moving in with you. Yeah. <laughs> and so this is probably like, we're not like, you know. So this is going to be home number three. And if all things go according to plan. Well, even if we get fired. You're just staying. I'm done. I'm <laughs> done with radio. You just quit. I'm, do- I'm done. With- I'm just done. Like, I'm just <laughs> done with all of it. I'm not moving again. So, like, trying to figure that out and, you know, trying to make it make it a, a place where we want to live. But, yeah, we're, uh, we, I don't know why we've started doing this and why I, like, I never in my life have ever watched home renovation shows. So, Chip and Joanna Gaines didn't pull you in? Never. What <laughs> about, and this would be uh, more on brand for you. Vanilla Ice with his home reno show. You know, I've I've never seen that either. But we started watching. You've never the, seen the Vanilla Ice one. I haven't. We it's started so watching corny. a show called Rock the Block, and then you know we we're just out of shows, so we just started watching all these home renovation things. And now, like, we can't go. We can't have a, a standard house. We oh gotta, no, we got to have like a wall with. Shiplap? Uh, no, not shiplap. Oh, shiplap is that's, dating. That shiplap has sailed, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew we'd have a shiplap joke on the I show did today? Not. How about that? But uh, I feel like every every second that we spend watching these shows on the weekends when my little... wife's here visiting. Ka-ting! Ka-ting! Yeah. Yeah. It's just going. But I don't... you love it, too, so don't blame it on your wife. Oh, no, I just didn't know what I was missing. That's the problem. Oh, like, oh, I've see. never followed, like, architectural blogs. i never looked at, like, good home magazines. I've never done... I mean, house is a house. Also, that is that is kind of our thing, Audrey. We are going to blame that on our wives. Like, for example, my wife is excellent when it comes to interior design, but I, abs- I, I reap all of the benefits because I get to live in this beautiful house that she does. Right. But then I act like that's her like that's her treat. So she can't get mad at me when I get Oh, we want that, but we don't want to do any of the work to oh. Get it there. No, no. Which is, you know, you're no going way. to renovate your house, which is kind of like, you know, the the thought of it, because obviously after watching these shows and seeing all this stuff, I know what can go wrong. It and I become a money pit. I act like I give her the keys to do the whole thing, which I absolutely do. I have no say in it. But I'm like, you know, you just do whatever you want. And yes, I get to enjoy the benefits of it. But if it was the other way around, she's like, no, I really want your input. I would just screw it up. It's like, I have no place. It's kind of like whenever a, a woman asks you, like, which shoe or which dress. Yeah. And we already know what we want. Yes, but why when do you we get want mad you at me when I won't give an answer. Yeah, then. You're, 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 you, you look validate. great in both, baby. My and wife. And then, uh-huh. No, but then then I've tried it the other way too, where I'm like, I like that one, and she's like, Yeah, I'm gonna go the other one. I'm like, No, no it's because you didn't answer correctly. We and already what do know. You mean answer correctly? No, nah, man, we already know, and we want you to validate our decision. And when you don't, we're like, Are you really the one for me? <laughs> <laughs> Dave. Dave at Ed Mahoney. segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. The last thing that you throw in the garbage is what you're forced to eat. How screwed are you? Message deleted. Ew. So the last thing that I threw in the garbage was an empty egg carton. I don't feel like that would be that bad of a thing to eat. I mean, it's cardboard, which would not be great, but is all it, things considered? I think it's like still, recycled like, cardboard. Still like egg containers and styrofoam? No. Yes. Yes. Oh, no, they, they do. Sure they do. Yes. Absolutely. I always. I know it's not, not great for the environment that I purchase because yours are cage free. Mine are cage free, organic, and they're the blue and brown ones. Mm, Anytime. Blue. Happy eggs. 
I know it's not great for the environment, but anytime I go to a like a fast food place and they got styrofoam still, like when we lived in Texas, Dave, oh, the everybody the Whataburger, used. Yeah. Well, Whataburger they still- They give you a styrofoam cup and a styrofoam bag. Yeah, yeah. But it, like <laughs> the McDonald's, when we lived in Houston- Taste does too. Yeah. Was all styrofoam because it just, it doesn't sweat as much. Keeps everything nice and cool. Yeah, you're killing the earth, but this drink is cold. My lemonade stand, <laughs> nice and chilly. I'm going to be refreshed. What's your ideal birthday? Not the date. <laughs> the way you'd want to spend your day. Message deleted. The perfect birthday for me is no one acknowledging it. Yep. <laughs> Do not want to celebrate any you of that. grumps? Are you serious? Okay, Both so- of you just yep. Dave Mahoney. I cannot believe you, Dave, of all pers- of all the people no. in this room, you love words of affirmation. I do How love do you words want of people to ignore you? I do not want to party. No. I will say that the, my, my wife, who obviously knows me very well, uh, did arrange a really good birthday party a couple of years ago. She, it was a lake day. I love a lake day. And she had this thing where it was like a surprise first thing in the morning. She had like one of those uh, like buses come pick us up, like the friends. And we all oh, went yeah. out there together. And uh, it was just a great day. You know, just out there on the pontoon, just drinking beer and hanging mm-hmm. out. But it was not centered around me, even though it seems like I'd love to be the center of attention, I really don't. No, we get all of our, all that out doing this. Yeah. Like, I, I, I hate birthdays. Like, I had a surprise birthday one year. And, I remember that year. Yeah. And it was the worst, the worst birthday I've ever had. Because the person that organized it invited, like, a whole bunch of coworkers that didn't really like each other. Yeah. We went to a Benihana, of all places. Mm-hmm. And then I got stuck with the bill somehow for, like, 40 people. Oh, it was, I, I, I had to pay, too. Yeah, I know. But you, you paid, you, you came up, in like, because at that time, I was part-time at the radio station. This is, like, 2005, yeah. 2006. Yeah. And I was making no money. And there was, like, $1,000 extra And all on these that people bill. just left. Like, they all ate at Benihana, and then they just left. It's like, hey, no one's rich dad is here. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, we're all young and poor. <laughs> Get up and leave. And ever since then, no more surprise. Parties. I hated everybody at that party except for you, Dave. All those people I've cut out of my life. Everyone, Every one of them. I'm every, the only one that made the cut. You're because the only one. I picked up the tab. My man. Please leave a message after the tone. Back when I was in college, I made the terrible mistake of signing up for a bunch of credit cards, close to 10 cards. It murdered my credit score in the long run, but I still consider it worth it because I got so many free sandwiches for signing up. Message deleted. It is amazing the crap that we'll sign up for. Like when I was in college, I signed up for a credit card because... I got a free South Carolina Gamecocks T-shirt. That is so predatory. It wasn't like yeah. a beefy Hanes T-shirt. It was too. a terrible T-shirt, but it had the Gamecocks logo on sure. it, so I loved it. And so I'm like, let me sink my credit forever. You're exactly right. There it's is so nothing predatory. more American than debt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of our thing, isn't it? This is Dave and Mahoney. So I'm sure that you have noticed as you uh, pull into a gas station on a regular basis and go to fill up your vehicle, you're like, you keep seeing all these stories of the prices of a oil barrel going down, but yet the price of gas does not seem to really be going down. Yeah, gas is uh, ridiculous. Yes, it is ridiculous. It has been ridiculous. Yes. And you're like, okay, so the story that we saw recently was that global oil prices averaged 
$81 a barrel. And you're like, okay, I don't really understand what that Anything means. Anything under that, 100 so that, is, that, yeah, that, that's remember down that from, being good. That's down from $102 yeah. a barrel. So you're talking about a pretty significant decrease, right? Well, I remember a couple years ago, it was like, what was it, like 140 a barrel? Yep. It was ridiculous. And that's when we were looking at the, like $5, $4, a gallon. Now it's 80 and it's 4 or $5 a gallon. Yeah, it's still so expensive for gas. And the reason why is simply because of corporate greed. So Shell has been accused of a profiteering bonanza, is what they called it. Bonanza. After it made record first quarter profits of $10 billion. $10 billion profit in a quarter. Not even revenue. Dude, profit. What? Okay, so this is whenever I hear this kind of stuff and just the way that the, the world is kind of operating, at least in America, the way it's operating. What do we do? Know what we do? We buy an electric car. Like, I was never, like, pro. Like, I'll never buy a Tesla. That's just not for me. I don't like how they look. I want, you know, I'm a Toyota guy. Yeah. Toyota just put out, Toyota and Lexus put out, you know, they had the Prius, but they now have a full electric Prius, but they have a full electric SUV now. And I would have never considered this, like, three or four years ago. And now... That's what I'm looking at, considering how much I'm driving. We're being, we're de- absolutely being taken advantage of. If you're oh, making there, ten no billion question. in profit in one quarter, you know they're trying to make up. Like they use the pandemic as a smoke Faith shield, absolutely, or a smoke screen, and now they're just gouging. And you know what? You're going to lose me as a customer. Well, the other thing is, you know, the politicians that are just in the pocket yes, of big oil. Of oil. You know, oh my gosh! Why isn't it regulated? Right. Get well, rid the reason it's not regulated obvious. is because all the politicians <laughs> buy off these crooked. Congressmen and senators. It's like the one thing, like we he, as Americans can probably all agree on. How about we don't get taken advantage at a pump because it's one of those things that's a necessary evil for us to use. So the uh, the new chief executive at Shell said the company has been delivering strong results and robust operational performance against a backdrop of ongoing volatility. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's you, just Shell, right? That's just but Shell. That's just Shell. Like There's so dollars. many gas stations. But they're all doing it. No, yes. no, no major, uh, no major oil producers. Like, yeah, we're doing bad. Times are bad right now. Yeah, nope, not not for them. There's a lot of other people who are like real nervous and walking on eggshells because like you know banks are collapsing and stuff. Meanwhile, oil is just like got the money guns out just going crazy (sighs) yeah we're pissed too dave mahoney this is the dave and mahoney show shipping can make or break a sale so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. they make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows and they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs so optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. The strangest, strangest dumbest, dumbest, and funniest audio from the depths of the World Wide Web. This, 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 this is the Internet is Undefeated on Dave and Mahoney. You know, Mahoney, the internet is the gift that keeps on giving. Every single week, we just run across audio that is hilarious, that is really interesting, sometimes shocking, and every week, there's just new content. I love it. It's, you know, where would we be without audio and video on the internet these days, Dave? For real. I mean, you think about... We'd be very fit and productive. <laughs> That's where probably <laughs> That right. is where we would We be. would actually go outside and experience things yeah. instead of sitting on the couch and just scrolling. <laughs> but, I mean, you think about, you know, kind of the first show that highlighted... It was basically like YouTube before it was, it was just America's Funniest Home Videos. Mm-hmm. And that, that kind of set the standard. You know, Tosh.0, oh, all these shows came along. Ridiculousness, uh, the oh. MTV network now. 
pretty much. Um, but there's there's always interesting stuff to experience online, and that's what this segment is all about. It's just showcasing some of the ridiculous things that we came across just this week, like this dude in a Taco Bell drive-thru. Why don't you come out with your own eyes and take a look? She actually is outside. She can see right at Sir, if common sense will tell you to drive up as soon as you get a chance, but hey, you know, common sense ain't thing common. Common sense? Common sense, that's what I said. Guys, heads are up your asses. And so is yours. You don't smell that shit on your lips. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you ever get into an argument? With somebody who's handling your food. Don't Ever. Do Don't do that. Ever. Yeah. I would rather get into a political debate in front of my boss. Yeah. Than argue with somebody about food. Argue with about anything with who's handling my food mm-hmm. out of sight. Let's go to Tipsy or Toddler. Uh, this one was uh, a girl that had maybe a little bit too much to drink and was still trying to find the right answers. What? Mom, what I have your Amber? Uh, taking questions on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> she may have been overserved, Dave. Perhaps, just a little bit. How about, Audrey, I think you'll appreciate this. Uh, there's a little girl offering some words of wisdom. Now, some of the uh, people that want to tell you how to live your life, the motivational coaches, the people that... Always have a way to tell you how to live your life, even though their life might be a hot mess, can be a little annoying. I think the reason why you believe that I will like this clip is because I sent this clip in. <laughs> because yes. I love motivational words of wisdom. They yeah. are my favorite things. I am that person you are. who is a sponge to that on the internet. But when it's a little kid? 10 out of 10. He never loved real life. He literally did the guy. Him was your car. <laughs> So she's telling you what to do when there's a guy that you like, and I think her advice was to hit, hit him, him with, with your car. car. Yeah. He never loved real life. He literally did the guy. Hit him with your car. Okay, if you need me to transcribe, he's not the love of your life. Yeah. He's just a guy. Hit him with your car. Hit him with your car. That's really, really good Words advice. Words of wisdom. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> uh, this one is a dude, uh, one of the Darrens, uh, had had enough with uh, some kids because the kids were, were playing their drums, which I guess I can kind of relate to this. And he uh, he had himself a moment. Oh, great. He talks Darren. He must be mad. Hey, what are you doing on our property? Darren. Mary sent me down here and said you guys are playing these doggone drums again. Oh, Ow. oh you mean Karen? You mean Karen? Her name is not Karen, it is Mary. And oh. you know my name is not Darren, it is Chip. We are Mary and Chip. Okay, okay Darren. Darren. I am tired of this. Quit recording me. Get No, give me the drumsticks. No. Oh, yeah, that's I assault. That's assault. I got you recorded for assault. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? What is going on there? Do not, if you're ever in an argument with a child and you're like, stop recording, just leave. And also, Mary and Chip ain't too much better than Darren and Karen. No, they're not. <laughs> uh, and finally, this one is from Cover Your Ears. It was a beautiful rendition from Skip Fails at Singing, 277 views. It was a uh, cover of Journey, Don't Stop Believing." Just a small town girl Living in a lovely world Take a midnight train going Breath for me. 
listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. <laughs> Dog will hunt on Dave and Mahoney. As you guys know, there's one place and only one place that I want to retire. And that is the villages in Florida. Do you seek out things yes. specifically about the villages? Because we talk about them in the Redneck Report at least every day. No, it's just that much crazy stuff really? happens in the villages. Mm. And uh, my life right now is chaos. In fact, our boss the other day told me, I don't know anyone whose life is more chaotic than yours. And I think I'm kind of addicted You're, to it. You love the drama. I love the drama. You don't like being bored. I do not. You, you don't. It drives me crazy. Yeah. Uh, so the Villages is the place for me. And let me tell you about the latest thing to happen. I'll give you a little picture here. This is Julie. Okay. Yeah, she is uh, 66 a 66 years old. fine-looking lady. Fine-looking lady. Who's that guy next to her, Dave? Uh, He's that, a, looks like a much younger suitor. It, well, they're, they're not actually together. That's, oh. that's two different mug shots that okay. we're looking at for two different stories. Oh. Uh, but Julie, 66, this was, she was on her own. Uh, she was in the Village of Tall Trees, which is part of the Villages. And she was driving her red Ford SUV at about 7 p.m. when she accidentally whoopsie poopsie drove up onto the sidewalk and directly into a popular restaurant called the Chop House. Mm. She was still in the driver's seat when the uh, when the trooper arrived and she claimed she had been driving home and just made a wrong turn because, you know, that's a pretty normal I mean, wrong just, turn right into a building. Yeah, yeah. it happens. You've been seeing a lot of people in the news recently claiming their GPSs are dr- directing them into the wrong parts of uh, traffic. So she, uh, she had a couple of bevies and she did admit that. She said she'd had four beers, which is different than the standard two. What are you doing? What are you doing? You if anybody do. asks, it's if it's a hundred beers or if it's even one beer, you still don't say one. You always say two. <laughs> always two. It's always big. two. What is she doing? What's she, Julie doing? She, she uh, well, she was, she was very drunk. Point uh, one six. So double the legal limit. I mean, not, that could not be like, maybe depending on how big you are. But, yeah, she, she was pretty. Pretty stout gal. Yeah. Uh, I don't call a lady stout. I mean, what if she, she was drinking stouts? Drinking stouts. <laughs> uh, the, that's different. Than the, uh, the other mugshot that you saw there, Mahoney, that was a totally different one. This one comes to us from Tulsa. Uh, they say they uh, the cops stopped a green accord for a, for a traffic violation on Wednesday, which we have a rule. Don't break the law while, while you're, you're breaking, breaking the law. law. They found a gun under one of the seats, and they also found... Interestingly, a box of frosted blueberry Pop-Tarts. Oh, that's the best. Do you like blueberry the best? I like blueberry, strawberries. They're all good. Pop-Tarts are dope. Instead of a delicious breakfast pastry, 93 grams of fentanyl. That's where he was keeping his fent in the Pop-Tart box? The Pop-Tart box. That's that's also a name for something else. A Pop-Tart box? (laughs) Man. (laughs) This is Dave and Mahoney. Time to play Tipsy through the quad. or Toddler on Dave and Mahoney. Come on, everybody. Kim is joining us today. How you doing, Kim? I'm doing great. How y'all doing? We are doing fantastic. The way this works is real simple. There was things that were said. They were said by a very drunk person or a little kid. You're trying to figure out which is which. So we're going to read these to you. You try to guess, and hopefully we'll set you up with some tickets today, okay? Okay, cross my fingers. All right, here we go. The first one I will read to you goes, bet me. I don't have an opportunity to change into dresses. I can't grab them if I want them. I like to change all the time. Kim, is that a tipsy person or is that a toddler? Oh, my goodness. It's tough. Um, I'm going to guess a toddler just because of the reaching thing. Toddler is... Correct. Well done. On the board with one. Let's have a listen. Bet me. Woo-hoo. You don't have an opportunity to change and go away dresses. I can't grab them if I want them. 
I like to change all the time. You know, that's pretty on brand for toddlers. I've got a couple of uh, little girls that are toddlers, and they do like 13 outfit changes a day. So they're going to be uh, <laughs> like the next Taylor Swift? Is that what you're saying? Uh, maybe. We'll yeah. see. All right, Mahoney, host, take it away. Host an award show. <laughs> that's, that's, you know what? That's the hope. There we go. Make daddy some money. Number two. What? What? Where did this magic come from? I don't, I don't speak this black magic. This black magic, man, black magic. There's black magic. Blagic. Bludgy magic, man. Where's the bloody magic man? Is that a tipsy person or is that a toddler? <laughs> well, back in the day, that could have been something I would have said. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to go with tipsy. Yeah, tipsy is correct. Well done. <laughs> I like the Kim's like, that's on brain for me. <laughs> what, what? Where does magic come from? I don't speak this black magic. This is a black magic man. Black magic. There's a black magic man. Black, black magic man. Where's the black magic man? Black magic man. Those words are hard. All right, Kim, you're doing great. Two for two. Audrey, take it away when you're ready for number three. I need surgery right now. I'm tired of this. I am tired of this right now. Ooh, is that a tipsy person or a toddler? Oh boy! I'm tired of this. I thought, jeez, I don't. I can't imagine a little toddler's gonna say that. So, I I don't know. I'm gonna go tipsy. Yeah, sorry, that was actually a toddler, probably emulating something that they heard from a parent. Let's have a listen. All right. Oh, my. Play, no. that, play that one more time. Okay, let's have a listen. I need fruit right now. I'm tired of this. It's diapers. I'm tired of this right now. Ah, it's I so ridiculous to off. me. Yeah, it was pretty good, Audrey. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. All right, here we go on to number four, Mahoney. You and I will bounce back and forth in this one. Why are you so sad? Because I want to go to Sweden, and I don't know how to speak Sweden. Swedish? <laughs> Is that a tipsy person or a toddler? Oh, my goodness. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to go with tipsy again. Tipsy is. Unfortunately, incorrect. that was a parent trying to console a little child. Let's listen. Why are you sad? Swedish. <laughs> okay. Are you sure? Because that's really hard to understand. That could go either way. It could, it could go either way. It was overserved. Uh, Mahoney, oh, no. Audrey, take it away whenever you're ready on number five. I'm supposed to be your friend. I'm your friend. You know that? I'm not doing, I'm being good. You know how good I, I would be your friend? I'm your friend. I am your friend. For the win, Kim, is that tipsy or toddler? Ah, oh, jeez. We've had so many toddlers. I feel like I could almost go with that, but I'm going to stick with tipsy. Tipsy for the win is correct. Good job. Hold it out, Kim. Well done. Let's have a Thank listen to you. that last one. I'm supposed to be 
friend. I'm your friend. You know that. You know that. I'm not doing. It. I'm being good. You know how good I. I would be your friend. I am your friend. We're I friends. am your friend. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, losing a pet is really tough. Did you guys ever lose a pet when you were growing up? Oh, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. It's the, 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 like, I cry more losing a pet than I did, like, people. <laughs> for yeah. real. Yeah, I mean, because you, lo- you love your pets. And, like, for us, we had that that collie, Gootsy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was kind of an idiot. I mean, not, in hindsight. I mean, uh, you know, had some good times with him. He was kind of an idiot. Uh he wandered off one time, you know, growing up in Minnesota. Obviously, the lakes freeze over, but they're not always fully frozen over. And Gootsy one time had wandered off and uh, and fell into the lake through the ice. And our... Damn it, Gootsy. Gootsy, you old, you old moron. Uh, our, our neighbor went out there like a real-life cowboy and lassoed him. And pulled him to safety. Hell yeah. I'm like, you would. Uh, you got a spare lasso in Minnesota. Handy in the Who middle of the winter. a lasso? What do you call it? A lasso. A lasso. Like a Ted Lasso. You, you're, I call it a lasso. No, it's a lasso. It's a lasso? Yeah. yeah. But I thought that, that was cute. Yeah. I've never heard of a lasso. That's how somebody from before. Minnesota would say it. A lasso. Yeah. A lasso. Ooh, Gucci. <laughs> that's, yeah, I was going to say that's the noise that Gucci was making whenever you wrangled that poor dog by its neck to get it out of the ice. <laughs> I mean, it was that or death, so whatever. <laughs> well, long story short, uh, when you lose a dog, it, it definitely sucks, or a cat, whatever. But sometimes you got to think, do these dogs and cats just like sometimes want to leave? Yeah, man, they do. They because say that whenever your cats leave the house, they're going to die. Literally. Yeah, I've heard that. Like, like do- dogs, so- too. Like, you're just like, I'm going to wander off and die. You're like, that's so but sad. That's so, but that's instinctual because yeah. they're, like, going away from their packs or whatever. And oh. So this dog went missing from Dade City, Florida two years ago, reunited with his owners after somebody picked him up on the other side of the state. This dog was 400 miles away. How did a dog get 400 miles? Is he hitchhiking? He was running away with his, like, one little that knapsack and a, and a stick. What was that movie back <laughs> in the day? It was a Homeward Bound. a teenage bound. girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, Homeward Bound. Homeward right, yeah. Uh, but they're saying 450 miles away is where this dog was found. And they wrangled this dog up and brought him back to his owner. That's Dude, if my dog's gone important. for two years, he's got to come home, find a new dog. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, old boy. Yeah, <laughs> for <new> family. <laughs> This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Okay, you're given the standard three wishes, but the genie warns that everyone else will remember how things were before, and they're going to react accordingly. What do you wish for? Message deleted. So it's funny that you say that because I was actually having a conversation with a bartender and I was just hanging out at the bar eating dinner and watching the game. And I looked over and the bartender had a shot glass in his hand, which is not abnormal for a bartender, but he was pouring a drink for himself. And then I realized it was Pepto-Bismol. 
Huh? He, he took did. a shot, not one, but two shots of Pepto Bismol, and like it was the big shot glasses too. And I was like, "This is so funny." Dude. And I, I made a comment, obviously, in a lighthearted way. I'm like, "You're doing shots of Pepto." Huh? He's like, "So like, yeah, brother, getting older." I'm like, "You know." It's, it's not something that everyone gets to experience. It's actually a blessing to get older. But if I had a wish, like getting older, I don't mind at all. Actually, sure. I like it. But to get older and still have the body that you had when you were like 20 would be amazing. Because the inside. Immortality yes. is horrible. We right. don't want immortality. That that would be 100% a curse. But just to have, to be at peak health peak throughout health. your entire life. Yes. Peak health be- while with all of the wisdom that comes with age. So let me ask you this, though. When it comes to Pepto-Bismol. Do you raw dog it? Because I don't even measure it. I just, I, I hit it oh, straight, I just, I, straight, straight, straight from the, from the bottle? bottle. Straight from the yeah. bottle. See, I'm just taking yeah. pulls. Yeah. I, I hate Pepto-Bismol. I love and it. You do? Oh, I love the I taste. Like no, the re- it's, it's because nostalgic. the association for me, it was, we only had Pepto-Bismol when everyone was violently vomiting everywhere. And I don't know, was that just a thing like in the 80s and 90s? No, kids throw up all the time. My wife's a pre- uh, elementary school principal and kids throw just up puking. Yeah, constantly. but I mean, I've got four little kids and there there's definitely times where they get sick, but- it maybe just hasn't gotten to the point yet where we've had to like bust out like multiple. Everyone knows that bowl. Everyone had the puke bowl when they it, were growing up. It was the up. spaghetti bowl for us. And it was yeah, you you just wash it and put it back and then eat out of it. Or the uh, the that giant <laughs> ice cream tub that everybody got that was usually the Neapolitan. And yes. by the time it was yeah. all done, it was just this. It had a the reason why we liked that one is because it had a handle. Had a handle easier so to carry. you could carry your puke. <laughs> Like an Easter basket. It's a puke pail. A puke pail. (laughs) It was a puke pail. For me, it wasn't the spaghetti bowl. It was the popcorn bowl. Oh, Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, Yeah, you just wash it. It's fine. It's It's, fine. It's fine. Oh, That's our culture. (laughs) The off-brand Pepto. What I can't do it though. Like when it comes to any other like medicine or whatever it may be, I'll go store brand, generic brand. But but I cannot. You cannot replicate that Pepto flavor. Ugh. See, I just go Imodium, and I've started carrying how, how I know that I'm getting older is whenever I have a, a meal or if I have like a drink or whatever, and my stomach grows, like it's like the Grinch, but of like my my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> her her stomach grew three sizes that day. <laughs> and I have to seriously, whenever I'm in my car, I was like, I've got the pills, like the popping my ammonium in the ones. car like I'm a drug addict. <laughs> the little, little tiny green one, yeah, which are the man. smallest pills on the planet. Legit. <laughs> and they're like spread all over the floor. Like I'm like, I'm, I'm hunting them they're off of the floorboards. Just <laughs> trying to fight indigestion. <laughs> it's the Dave and Mahoney show. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. So at what age do you guys think you'll actually start being funny? 50, <laughs> 65, message deleted. <laughs> if we if we haven't started being funny to you yet, it's not going to happen. No. I yeah. mean, here's the thing. I've found the same things funny my entire life. Yes. I, you know, there's a point where you think, I guess, maybe in your adolescence, where you're going to grow out of that phase. Uh, that phase has been the last 40 years of my life. You know, my favorite thing, and it's, it's hard to pin down a single favorite thing, but I think I've done it about being a dad is that my kids find the same things hilarious. Like, if somebody farts, it is the funniest thing to everyone in the room, except for my wife sometimes. My wife does not find that to be as funny or as charming as I do. Yeah. Uh, Because, you know, she's like, that sounds cartoonish. And, like, if it is cartoonish, that's like... 
That's hilarious. Cartoons are also hilarious. Uh, I didn't share this story the other day, but when it comes to farting and farting uh, revenge. Oh, Mahoney, you're such a foul person for this. Audrey, I was I, on a flight. I don't mean to call you out, but this is terrible. I'm sitting in the big front seat on Spirit. You did not. Living my best life. You did not. So lady sits down next to me and she looks annoyed that I had to stand up to let her through. Why? Because she thought you were just going to scoot over like it's a bus? Well, no, I don't know. <laughs> but she was just annoyed that I had, to, there was a person there. And then she gets up and moves again. Like, and I'm like, what? She trades seats with her daughter who comes over. And this woman's probably in her 40s or 50s. And she's got a the smelliest box of Panda Express on a flight that you could imagine. There are certain it, it, foods that you're not allowed to bring on airplanes. And I feel like anything, and I don't know why they sell these in airports. Tuna fish sandwiches. What are you doing? Why are you doing, are you doing that? that? Don't do that. Where I, I hate that. Recycled air. And it's, so it's Panda, Panda Express. It's, it's Panda Express. It's, it's not it's, the orange chicken? And it's not orange chicken. It's broccoli and beef. And it oh. just smells Broccoli like smells like farts. Feet. Yeah. Mm. And she's just being annoying. Like, you know, and I'm, in the, again, trying to live my life in the big front seat. Trying to trying to just relax. You're sitting there in the lap of luxury. She's just being like very rude, like abrasive. You can yes. tell. Yes, and she, I'm just like, and language. I'm like, I got my headphones on. I'm like, I'm. <sighs> Ten minutes into this thing, she starts opening up her uh, her, her Panda Express and then just like sets it on the shared armrest. <gasps> what? I see me out of the armrest, and you're in the center. And it's just two seats. Right. Oh. Because it's first class. It's, it's, it's the big it's, front it's seat. It's bootleg first class, but it's I first see. class. Okay. And it's, it, I'm like like heaving from the smell of how bad this did broccoli you, and cheddar is. Did you start actually going, like it was, it felt like I was getting nauseous. And then all of a sudden, like it got me so nauseous that I had to pass <gasps> it hurt, gas. It hurt your belly. Yeah. But I'm like, she's, she's coming at me with this. Horrible odor. You and so were you at saw war this. with smells, and so you <laughs> you went with a nuclear option. So you decided, all right, normally I would, bombs. you know, you could you could kind of silence a fart That's if you so just foul. if you if you push your butt down into the seat hard. That's not true. You can you no, can silence a fart no, on an man. airplane. It'll sound like you're zipping up a zipper. Yeah. You, nobody's hearing it first and foremost. I'm saying the smell. You can contain no. the smell, but I was like, I just aimed it. Did you just you, go, you leaned oh. up? I, I dude, you, I, I, you, I picked up the, I picked up the left the left cheek and fired fired around one across the bow. That is absolutely horrible. <laughs> so we've been talking about this writer's strike, and when you hear about a writer's strike in Hollywood, you're like, what does that really mean? But it, it is significant. Like, all the late-night shows have already shut down, and there's a couple of the guys that are continuing to pay their staff, which I think is nice and noble and all that stuff. But what we're really going to get in the not-too-short term is more crappy reality shows. Great. Because... That's what led to the boom of yeah. reality shows the first time is when there was a writer strike many years ago. Um, but Fox, excuse me, I need more Love Is Blind. You need more of that. More. I F-boy need more F Boy Island. Oh, you don't think yeah. there's writers involved in that? Oh, oh, look out! I need more Jersey Shore. So it, it caught hey, mom. it caught my attention when Fox announced the cast of an upcoming reality TV show called Stars on Mars because uh-huh. William Shatner is the host of it, I guess, and he's going to give. The different celebrities' missions each week, like they live in a simulated Mars colony, okay, eliminating one contestant every week. And I was like, "What a strange concept!" I mean, it kind of sounds like a Big Brother esque type. They've done these like you know endurance things or challenge things with celebrities. I mean, that's not it's nothing new. It's just you know a new spin on a. Kind of a tired concept, in my opinion. I don't like the fact that they're hiring William Shatner as the host. Why not? It's not going to be around 
Stop uh, it. Don't you say those he words. Is William Shatner is a just very, fine. A very spry. 91. Dude, uh, so we, <laughs> we we produce the, my production company produces the MMA awards and William Shatner wanted to attend one year and we were booking flights for him. And I was like, he was born in the 30s? Hell yeah, oh, William Shatner. Before, before World War II. Yeah, during World War One. It's crazy. But during anyway, the Depression. Not, not during World War One. World War One was... Was over? That was like the 20s, right? No. Uh, 20s, oh, yeah, it was right 20s. before. The, yeah, the, the, teens, right. the teens. The teens. And then the teens. Was, the 20s was it yeah, not? Yeah. Yeah, 1913, man, 1917. Yeah, but then there was a war in twenties after that. Uh, yeah, after the after the war, after the after war, the, war. the Titanic. Let's stop talking about then? history because we don't know Jack. You're exactly right. See, if you just hadn't corrected us, everyone would be like, "Yeah, that sounds." That's better, what right? we yeah. should bring back. Uh, you don't know <laughs> Jack. Oh, you remember you know. that game? Yeah, I do. But so here's some of the celebrities that are involved in this Stars on Mars show. They just announced Lance Armstrong. Which, okay, why? Uh, and Ronda Rousey, and then Ariel Winter from uh, Modern Family. Okay, I like her. Yeah, and eight more celebrities have also joined. But they have. But you're leading yet. with Ronda Rousey and Lance Armstrong. Yeah, yeah, that's this does not sound like it's going to do well. Yeah, the whole thing with Lance Armstrong, man, like the the way that he would would throw the, his people under the bus when he was trying to get away yep. with all of his cheating. You like, bitch. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan no. of Lance Armstrong like, I don't care that you were cheating. I care about how you treated your team well, while no, you that he cheating. sued and ruined people's lives yes. who accused him of doing exactly what he, what was, he doing. was doing. He, he sucks. Yeah. Oh, they did say that Marshawn Lynch is going to be a part of it as well. I love so, okay. Marshawn. Give Marshawn a, ca- a yeah. camera and a microphone everywhere yeah, he goes. Leave Marshawn and Ariel Winters as opposed to Lance Armstrong. And the, the guy who played McLovin, whose real name is Christopher Mintz Plassey sure. or whatever, he's going to be a part of it as <laughs> okay. well. Yeah. Well, okay. But Marshawn Lynch, I'm here for. Have you ever seen him on uh, the Bear Grylls episode? No, I Where he's he learning didn't... how to survive with really? Bear Grylls. Oh, oh man. peak. That's what I'm saying. Give him a microphone. Give him a camera everywhere he goes. Dave Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Because there's really no point in pretending to be... Hold on. What? Because there's really no point in pretending to be good at... To be good at this? Oh, I okay, let me pick it up from here. It's an all-new blooper reel on the Dave and Mahoney Show. So if you have been listening to the show, then you know what it's all about. If you're new to the show, then something we should just tell you right now is that we like to celebrate our mediocrity. Uh, we are professional talkers. Mm-hmm. We that earn our living good at, uh, at professionally talking. But our mouths don't work a lot of the time. Sometimes, and you know what I'm talking about, our mouths betray us. This is AI. All of these things that you're about to hear uh, that are bloops that come out of my mouth, it is a robot. It's not even Deep really fake. me. Deep fake, Deep huh? Fake. Yeah. Deep, Deep fake. fake. God, sure. <laughs> I am perfect. <laughs> well, let's that. celebrate our mediocrity <laughs> and showcase just how bad we were this past week. Great. It's an all-new blooper reel. I was wearing glasses. This was pre-glasic. This was pre-glasic. Pre-glasic. My airbag goes off, and oh. I always worried about, like, wearing glasses while an airbag yeah. goes off. While an airbag. Yes. Airbag. You are a paranoid, paranoid person, but paranoid, paranoid. Uh, we had a chance. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know if you ever had a. Or I know I had a chance to meet Jerry Spring. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Excuse me, Jerry Springer on a, a couple occasions. Yeah. Jerry Spring. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, Jerry Springer. <laughs> so Florida Highway Patrol troopers received several calls of a man driving erratically, uh, and then thought maybe he was drunk. A man driving erratically. Dr- driving. 
men and women wearing Tommy Bahamas. Ooh, I mean, it's, it's a, a look. That it's is, vibe. That, yeah, they, they just look leisurely. They they just look leisurely. Skim <laughs> milk. I mean, that's all I can drink now. But, How no. weird was it that we were just propaganded, propagated, propagandized for advertising, milk? Advertising works. Yeah. I believe it. Bones? What? We were just propaganded. Word. Propagated. Also word. Propagated. What? My airbag goes off, and oh. I always worried about like wearing glasses while an airbag. Airbag. I was wearing glasses. This was pre, 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 pre. What? Several calls of a man driving erratically. They they just look, look leisurely. Advertising works. Yeah. I believe it. Bones? What? We were just propaganded. Prop propagated. Propagated. You are a paranoid paranoid person, but paranoid. This is David Mahoney. Out of all of the creepy critters out there that you cannot domesticate, I would say my favorite, hands down, is a raccoon. People have domesticated raccoons, Dave. Yeah, but it's not like a normal thing to domesticate a raccoon. If it was easy to domesticate a raccoon, everyone would do it. Because as far as pound-for-pound cool-looking creatures, raccoons are up there. I mean, what other creature has, like, a cool little bandit mask on? Mm. I mean, like, those. some of those sugar gliders have, like, you know, depending on their markings. They got little masks. Yeah, but, I mean, like, raccoons are pretty awesome the way they're like, like cats. They, yeah, that they, like, steal they're, stuff, too. They're you know, actually like, related to bears. Are they really? They are. Well, the reason why I bring up raccoons is because students and teachers at a Texas high school say that they have had to repeatedly evict an unusual group of unwanted guests, and it is raccoons. So a recent raccoon sighting at McCallum High School in Austin began with a dead raccoon found in a wall. I'm sure that that smelled great. And the incident was followed by a raccoon being caught in a live trap in a science classroom. (laughs) You want to see the picture of the little... Look at that little guy. He got all caught up. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Poor baby. Uh, But the... uh, that wasn't the end of it. They also said that there was a trio of raccoons that were spotted running down a hallway as well. So these raccoons have like full on mischief taken over this high school. So I had a raccoon whenever I was living in Lexington, Kentucky, uh, actually like climb into the walls of my apartment complex. I don't know how they did it, but they shimmy their way through, I guess, like the um, like a vent or something, or something, yeah. a vent or something like that. And the way that my apartment was set up is that. I guess like through the walls, you could also get into the the like uh, cabinetry. Yeah. So they would go in and behind my cabinets, and all I would hear was scratch, 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 scratch. Oh. Like they were trying to break in through the cabinets of the walls, and that's freaky. If you know it's a raccoon, if you don't know it's a raccoon, that's really like, scary. Who? It's like a person, yeah, like a like demon, who's like, living who's in, my in my walls. Home. Oh yeah, it was totally yeah. freaky. Uh, the uh, the raccoon sightings have become so common at this high school. They actually launched an Instagram account called Mac Raccoon Updates. You have to change <laughs> your mascot to a raccoon. You should be the raccoon school. Yes, that's, yeah, it, it is. It is meant to be. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, anytime that there's some gossip, you know I'm coming to you. Mm-hmm. And there is some drama going on with Kevin Costner right now. I know, it's so Ooh. drama. Uh, my wife is a huge Kevin Costner fan. She's actually pretty bummed because it looks like this is going to be it for Kevin Costner on Yellowstone. And, we, you know, we're big fans of Yellowstone over the years. It, it, I feel like it's gone off the rails. Season four is... Tough. Mid. 
mid. Very mid. It's not what brought us to it. Which sucks. And one of my biggest complaints whenever we're talking about consuming media and on all of the shows that are out there right now, being a binger, whenever I hear things like this from you, Dave and Mahoney, why would I want to watch a show that only had three good seasons and finishes out poorly? Yeah, it's. I get why that argument. I mean, but there's shows that like Lost that were so good early. First on. two seasons were. I mean, the first season of Lost is maybe one of the was mo- one of the most dramatic that has ever. The first couple of seasons were just phenomenal. Made it to TV, but but it looks like Yellowstone is going to be breaking up as we know it. I'm sure that they'll continue to do the spinoffs and everything else. The spinoffs are better than what the original is right now. I, I think. agree. Like 1923, the one with Harrison Ford. 1883 is, was 1883 a, was very good. Yep. But Kevin um, Costner, speaking of breaking up. Well, yeah, his marriage is over. And th- they were together for like 20 years almost. A long time. And there was rumors, which I don't believe to be are true, uh, or believed to be true, but there's rumors that it was because he had impregnated somebody who worked on the his cast. people came out and vehemently denied that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you put out a statement saying you were blindsided about your divorce if you're out there getting other people pregnant. Right, yeah. Because that, that was really sti- good PR people. <laughs> Which I'm sure he does. But I don't know, man. It's just, you hate to see people who've been together that long just get blindsided. Yeah, because if, if he didn't know that it was coming, like yeah. that is, you know, after 20 years of marriage, and then she just... Well, then you're just so blatantly unaware. Some people don't I'm know, man. busy. And also... That's probably part of the probably, problem. Yeah, and they were saying that, you know, he was becoming more difficult to work with on set. And I mean, Kevin Costner's As a As he should star. be, because he's, he's become... He, Kevin Costner was always a, a movie star and then a movie star coming to television and then having one of the biggest hits on TV. Pay that man what he's worth. Do you know how much they're paying for some of those episodes? There was an article talking about kind of the reckless spending of Taylor Sheridan, who's the guy who, who created Yellowstone, and then he also created the spinoffs. Paramount's then, paying for a ranch for him, like $50,000 a month or something like that. They're paying like random people because they're like his cattle trainer, but they live in Texas and yeah. not even on his ranch. They were saying it was like $22 million hey, an episode for 1883. I will never begrudge any creator for getting what they're worth because, you know what, if you can, do it. It's yes. only going to last a minute. No, so yeah, capitalize as much as you can. Paramount blind. Yep. Absolutely. But, I mean, he's, he's okay, if he's going to be robbing anybody blind, like, that's fine. And I think that everybody, any actor, anybody who is going to be making a network that much money deserves to get the paycheck themselves, especially when you're Kevin Costner. You, you know, you are the he show. He made the show. He's the show. He did. Absolutely. He was. But, you know, whenever somebody's coming on set and acting that way, there's something going on at home, too. You know it what feels, I mean? It feels like, like when it, yeah. people are coming to work, just think about just in work as we're all driving or going to work right now, right? Like, we're coming home. Legitimately, if there's somebody who's like in the office that you could just feel that energy, you're like, oh, Uh-oh. something's going on in your life. This is Dave and Mahoney. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a, leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. If you could change one thing about yourself physically, what would you change? I'd be taller. Message deleted. I mean, everything. <laughs> Less fat. Nobody's the happy with their appearance. Even the people no. who are in the greatest shape of all time, they still think that they can be better. Everybody hates what they look like until we see a picture of ourselves from 15 years ago. And, and we go, like, oh wow, my God, I, look I look amazing. I look great. Why did I hate the way I looked then? We just can't. It's yeah. just, I hate that we're wired that way. One of the saddest things that I've had to have a conversation with my best friend about is um, the editing that mm-hmm. women do on their photos has gone above and beyond something that I feel like most guys probably don't understand. 
like to, from their jaw lines to, you know, making their nose thinner. And it's not just filters. It's like there's these apps that have made shortcuts to where you feel like if you only looked like this, if you only were able to make yourself, I and mean, we've seen the, you know, the Kim Kardashian fails where she even, who looks fantastic, is making her waistline skinnier or her arms thinner. And it's like, you are, to the point of Kim Kardashian, like you are the most beautiful woman to most people in the and world. You're and you're miserable. still editing yourself. Yes. So whenever we're having this conversation with my, you know, with my best friend, I'm like, why do you feel the need to do that? Like you are stunning. Stop it. It's your nose. You're born with it. Your mother's beautiful. Your dad is handsome. Like you are, you are, and even if you wanted a nose job or whatever it is, there's no knock on that either. But I mean, like, the fact that we have all of these things that are just everyone's just picking at all the time on themselves, like there's already so much bad in the world. Why are you gonna pick on yourself too? But I'm also like, you gotta be the, your own cheerleader. But I'm also of the mind of if something will legitimately make you happier, you do you. That's yeah. what I said. If yep. you want a nose job, whatever. If do like you. Then just do it. Like, but I mean, at the, it's just it's just sad that again. You, people are their own worst enemies. You just beat yourself up all Believe day. Believe you me, when they uh, announced the world's first safe and effective male enhancement surgery. Oh, first in <laughs> line, baby. Sign me up. Camping out. <laughs> and then I'm wearing the short shorts after that. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Mahoney, you have been well known as the world's most paranoid man for many years now. And this goes back, uh, uh, you know, from when you were a, a kid. Like, do you remember when you became paranoid that... You were going to get, like, mugged in your own neighborhood? No, Dave. It's just, you know, there's things that happen. I watch the news. I read the news. I see what's going on in the world. That's not the problem, the... is that you watch the news, and it's always, like, murder well, everywhere. but you got to keep your head on a swivel, Dave. You <laughs> no, know what? You don't. You know what? Have I been murdered yet? No. Nope. Nothing bad nope. has ever happened to you. That's my point. Mm-hmm. But one of your earliest fears that you told us about was because you used to wear glasses before you got the LASIK did. Uh, and you, you used to worry that your airbag, if you got into an accident, would go off and it would crush your glasses in your eyeballs. Is that not something that is sounds horrifying as you two, as uh, we're now both wearing glasses. Basic, but both of you are wearing glasses no, right I now? I don't ever think about that. You should. No, I should I think not. my lenses are plastic. Yeah, they are. Yeah, mine are plastic. That's, that's how lenses are made now. Plastic breaks too. Yeah, I know, but I mean like, okay. Like, but back in the day, if the my glass was, was made out of glass, Dave. Okay, well, so you were worried about the airbag going Hitting off. that and, and crushing my glasses into my eyes into and me eye. being blind, yes. Yeah. Glasses. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> he can't see without his glasses. Uh, there is a real reason to fear this now. Okay, what's going on now, Dave? BMW has issued a do not drive warning to owners of vehicles built between 2000 and 2006, which have... Defective airbags. Oh, I mean, and you're just now figuring this out, right? Cars from 23 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So the the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration called the risk of vehicle occupants dire, which doesn't seem great. But there's about 90,000 vehicles that have these Takata airbags that I guess. Oh, that's Toyota, I think, had those too. Honda. Or Honda. Yeah. Yeah, Similar warning back in February. Yeah. Whoever's got a BMW is about to get a brand new car. No, they just. Put the uh, they just put the airbag well, in there. How come whenever you have a recall, then we know somebody who had a recall on a car that was like a lemon or whatever it is, and then they got a whole brand new car. But that's like a new car, not like a car that's twenty three. They're they're not like we're gonna replace the twenty three. We'll replace they the should. airbags. You could have died in that. That's what I would pitch. Like I could have died in this car. You owe me. They they're saying the airbags have a fifty percent failure rate. I mean the Whoa, fact that like they were crazy. shooting out metal pieces yeah. is from what I recall. Ah. Metal, oh, yeah. metal fragments ejected towards the driver's face. So basically like a little grenade 
Isn't that fun? That's horrifying. Yep. It said that, that it could kill people or leave them with devastating, life-altering injuries. Okay, so what's the car again? It's a BMW between 2000 and 2006, so... So everybody driving like a 2007 right now is like, phew. Just missed it. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>